0: Welcome to Dragon's Rest, a podcast about the fantasy tavern where all great adventures get their start. It's here you'll meet a wannabe hero, a misanthropic bartender, a washed-up mage, a dim-witted bard, and a braggadocious dwarf. Created by Darcy Thompson and starring a cast of talented storytellers, each week promises a fresh keg of laughter and misadventure. So come on down to Dragon's Rest.
1: Visit dragonsrestshow.com for more. This podcast contains adult content suitable for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised.
2: I ain't like that anymore. I don't kick off like before. I'm more relaxed, I'm all formed. I hate. Welcome,
1: Traveler, to the Morbid Forest. Hello there, my two. Oh, uh, Travelers. (laughs) Is this your friend? Well, aren't you just... Well, never mind what you are, my munchkin travelers. You're here now, and Ranger Harper is going to help you on your way. Okay, take my hand. Yes, good. Yes, good. Come along. Yes, this way. I'll tell you a story on our way. It's called, My Daughter's Friend.
2: I had a disturbing conversation with my seven-year-old daughter.
1: Dad! Dad! I saw a zombie!
2: The tea kettle whistled as my daughter's exuberant voice pinged off the kitchen tiles as she ran through the back door. Her ponytail leapt up and down as she bounced from foot to foot as I poured the boiling water from the kettle into my mug. Zombie, huh?
1: Yeah, I did. Its face was all pale and mushy. It was super gross, Dad.
2: I sat the kettle on the counter-trivet before picking up the milk pitcher and sighing inwardly. I really needed to stop letting her watch the more intense stuff on TV. To her credit, Rosie never complained about nightmares. Just last week, she snuck downstairs after bedtime and caught me watching The Walking Dead. Zombies have been on her brain ever since. I've tried and failed to explain to her that zombies are make-believe, but it doesn't make a difference. Sweetheart, we've talked about this. I fished a tea bag from my mug, plopping its carcass under the tea saucer. Dad's gonna get in trouble with Mom if she thinks I let you watch the gory stuff again.
1: Yeah, Dad, I know, but I saw a real one this time.
2: I snorted and finally turned to face my imaginative girl. Uh huh. Isn't that what she said yesterday? I thoroughly checked the garden. Twice, I might add, and I can promise you, it's a zombie free zone. Rosie stopped a foot, her tiny eyes narrowing.
1: No, not in the garden.
2: You said it was in the garden.
1: Not today, Dad. That was yesterday. I didn't see it in the garden today.
2: My cup was halfway to my lips before I fully took in my daughter. Her cheeks were dusted with red splotches. Her hair, while in a ponytail, had various strands sticking out from all odds and ends. She looked like she'd just run a marathon through tough terrain. I put the mug down on the counter. Rosie. My voice slid from placating father to no-nonsense father. I'm going to ask you a question, and I need you to be honest with me. Have you been playing in the far path toward the back of the garden again? I didn't need the answer because I already knew it. Our home had a decent-sized yard, and as Rosie has grown and explored, we've allowed her to play outdoors unsupervised as long as she sticks to the approved areas. She could play in the garden on her own, But since the path behind our house bisects through the neighborhood and then connects to a hiking path, we prefer her to traverse it with myself or my wife. We rarely let her take her bike on it on her own. And when we do grant permission, she can only go up about three houses on her bike before she's to turn around. We're not helicopter parents or obnoxiously strict. Our neighborhood is fairly safe, but these days you can never be too careful. Just a month back there was a burglary a few blocks over. Come to think of it, a few years ago, not in our town, but the town over, a little boy went missing. It made national news and some of our townsfolk assisted in the search. A lot of parents shifted from lackadaisical to restrictive overnight. But kids will be kids, and with our daughter being so adventurous, she is bound to test the limits of her boundaries. I watched Rosie as her cheeks morphed into a deeper shade of red. Suddenly. The floor tile held all the interest in the world.
1: I only went a little further. I i promise, I was just chatting with Mr. Henderson. I saw him in the back garden, and it would have been rude not to say hello. I made him jump.
2: I sighed and pinched a bridge of my nose. So, Mr. Henderson was a zombie. Yesterday was the postman. The week before, our other neighbor, Maggie... I reclaimed my tea and finally took a tranquil sip. At least it made sense for her to claim Mr. Henderson was a zombie. The man was older than dirt and looked it. Moles littered his face, his skin slowly turning sallow and deflating like a balloon. He seemed a nice guy, always willing to chat. Maybe he was just lonely. I couldn't have Rosie going around calling him a zombie. Listen, sweetheart, I know you only went to Mr. Henderson's house. But you can't go against the rules we set up.
1: But I came right back.
2: Rosie interrupted. She was staring up at me, blue eyes pleading.
1: I promise. And even said no when Mr. Henderson offered me ice cream because you said I shouldn't take things from strangers.
2: I paused for a moment before asking. He offered you ice cream?
1: Yeah, but I said no. Mr. Henderson really wanted me to come in for some, but... I told him I had to get home. I came straight home to tell you about the zombie and-
2: Rosie was going a mile a minute, an untapped motor of energy, and I began to tune out everything except the one critical statement she made.
1: Mr. Henderson really wanted me to come in.
2: I took another sip of tea, frowning. I knew all of our neighbors. Not well like they did back in the 70s when people still had block parties and stood on their lawns talking. But I knew their names, and we exchanged pleasantries from time to time. Even though I knew Henderson better than most of the others, I didn't know him well enough to allow him one-on-one time with Rosie. My resolve began to solidify. Mr. Henderson and I would be having a bit of a chat.
1: Dad? Daddy! Are you listening to me?
2: My attention turned back to my daughter. Yes, I've been listening this whole time. She huffed, but continued.
1: I said I promised not to go that far again. I don't want the zombie to get me.
2: Rosie, I'm not going to ban you from playing in the garden and path. So long as you stay within the areas we agreed on. You also have to stop calling everyone a zombie. Mr. Henderson may be old, but he's not one of the living dead. Rosie's small brow creased and she frowned. I didn't. Now it was my turn to huff. Last I checked, you ran in here a moment ago claiming he was one.
1: No, I didn't. Mr. Henderson's not a zombie. I saw the zombie in his house.
2: I put my mug down on the counter, the tea within, lukewarm. What do you mean you saw someone in his house? Mr. Henderson lives alone. Rosie shook her head, her ponytail whipping from side to side.
1: Nope. He had a zombie inside. Its face was all pressed against his tiny basement window when I was talking to Mr. Henderson.
2: A ripple of cold fanned down my spine.
1: What? The zombie was in his basement, Dad. It was really scary, too. Its face was all smushed and bloody and its mouth was hanging open like it was screaming. But you know what confused me, Dad?
2: I tried to keep my voice steady as a whole new reason to visit Mr. Henderson filled my veins.
1: I didn't know zombies could be kids. I thought only adults can be zombies. But, guess I was wrong. Because the one in the basement was a little zombie boy. This has been a Morbid Forest production. On this week's episode, you've heard My Daughter's Friend, written by Sean Morell, with narration by Sean Moreau and Naomi Richards. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Morbid Forest. Want to write us a little love letter? Then send it to forest at gmail.com. Want to listen to the show for free and find out about the creators and other narrators of The Morbid Forest? Then head over to our website, themorbidforest.wixsite.com slash mf21. Thank you so much for listening, travelers. We really appreciate and love you guys. And we'll see you next time on The Morbid Forest.
0: Welcome to Dragon's Rest, a podcast about the fantasy tavern where all great adventures get their start. It's here you'll meet a wannabe hero, a misanthropic bartender, a washed-up mage, a dim-witted bard, and a braggadocious dwarf. Created by Darcy Thompson and starring a cast of talented storytellers, each week promises a fresh keg of laughter and misadventure. So come on down to Dragon's Rest. Visit dragonsrestshow.com for more.